Welcome to the Design Your Happiness podcast. I'm your host, Marilee Blair. Let me be your positive light to help you reach your highest potential and put you in an empowered frame of mind every episode. It's time to get excited for our lives and be in charge of designing our happiness every single day. Let's go. Welcome back to the Design Your Happiness podcast. I have a very special guest with us today, Tara Heather Konishek. She started her business, Tara Heather Cake Design, formerly known as Sweet as Bliss, in 2010 in central San Diego. Tara Heather Cake Design is a custom order dessert business specializing in delicious and beautifully crafted cakes and cupcakes. They offer a wide variety of flavors and cater to those with special dietary restrictions, example, vegan, gluten-free, nut-free, and low sugar. What started as a hobby turned into a huge successful business with a strong demand for Tara's artistic and incredibly delicious tasting sweet treats. Tara's business has been featured on 100 Layer Cake, Green Wedding Shoes, Ruffled, and on several high-level magazines, including SD Voyager and Southern California Life Magazine, where they chose her as one of SoCal's top five cupcake bakeries. Tara was also a contestant and runner-up on season six of Cupcake Wars. She has a deep love for traveling and brings different ingredients from her travels into her desserts. I'm extremely excited to have such an inspiring woman on the show today who has built an empire, designed her dreams, and her happiness to live the life she has always wanted. Plus, she makes my favorite red velvet cake and s'mores cupcake desserts. Tara, thank you so much for being part of the show and being a part of my life. It's a true honor to have you as a guest today. Welcome to the show. Yeah, thank you so much. Wow, I definitely appreciate that. Um, I know that if I ever am feeling a little low, I know to count on you to boost my confidence a bit. I appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you so much, Tara. Thank you. Tara, let's start the show with your favorite inspiring quote. Yeah. So, I mean, I have a few, but if I had to pick one, um, honestly, I, I actually don't even know who it's by. I think I tried to look it up before, but it's basically where there's a will, there's a way. And that's something that's always resonated um, with me basically my entire life. My dad has um, um, said it to me since I was young. Um, and I think it goes with almost any aspect of your life, whether um, in your career in a relationship, um, no matter what you're doing, I think that if you have a strong enough will to make something work, if you really want something, you'll put in the work, you'll put in the time, you'll do what it takes to make it happen. And so I think anytime I've really struggled with something in my life, I've kind of thought, kept that quote in mind and it's helped me get through pretty much everything. So And helped you get to yeah. where you are today. Yeah. Yes. You took that will and that's why you have your big empire now. Thank you. And and how do you feel that you've designed happiness into your life? You know, for me, um, I think when I think of the word happiness, it's it's more of where do I feel or how do I feel most, I think, at peace and most calm. And for me, it's just about trying to, um, I, I guess, eliminate um, people or things that no longer serve me, um, whether that's toxic people, whether that's a job that I like dread, um, and just really creating space and time in my life for 
things that I love doing. Um, for me, I, I try to make sure every single day I'm doing something, whether it's like 10 minutes or for an hour. Um, I think I've told you before, my mornings are so sacred. I love to get up early. I like have my system, you know, like I do like my stretches and my exercises in the morning and I sit outside and have my coffee, my breakfast, and I'm like reading. And um, that's just like the best way to like start my day. And that's something that I love. And that to me, just like something as little as, you know, making that time in the morning for myself, like makes me happy. So. Yeah. And it affects your entire day. So it's like by you being that productive and doing something that you enjoy in the morning, it just gets you jumpstarted to take on everything you need to for your day. And I think it's just so important to set your day up. Yes. You know? Yes. Um, I think I've, I've had those days. We've all have had those days where we, you know, kind of slept in, woke up late, we're rushing. And then I think from that, you can feel that energy and it kind of carries into the rest of your day. So Yes. Yeah. It makes a huge difference. Yeah. So it's good to start the right way. And tell us about your Tara Heather cake design business, formerly known as Sweet as Bliss. How did you know that this business was part of your calling and how did it get you to where you are today? You know, the funny thing is I've always been a really creative person since I was a kid, whether that was like wanting to put on a show or doing something sort of like arts and craftsy or baking. I've always had a passion for baking. And my grandfather who passed um, this, this last fall, he actually told me a story uh, before he got Alzheimer's. He was telling me how he remembers the first thing that I would do when he was like picking me up from school. First thing I would do when I would, would get home instead of like my homework was I would climb up on the counter and I would pull the ingredients out and I would just bake. I mean, it wasn't very good, but I, I would bake. Um, and I've always kind of had that like passion, that love in the back of my mind. And then I, you know, I started going to school for other things. And I, I think I just realized over time that this was like what I really wanted to do. People were telling me, Hey, you should start selling this on the side. Um, so I started doing it as kind of supplemental income and it kind of just grew from there. So, and, um, I saw that like, Hey, a few years into this, that I could actually like maybe make a living from it. So that's incredible. It just, it started out as something that you were doing for fun as a child. And even people were telling you, Tara, you have to, you have to sell this. And like, and it's amazing too, because your desserts, not only do they taste good, but they look amazing. So you can see, yeah, the detail of the art. Like it's such, it's so beautiful because it is an art form that you're bringing to a reality that, you know, you're making people so happy, not just by flavor, but because of the beautiful designs that you make for people. And that I think in itself, like makes me happy. The fact that when I get that sort of feedback, that feels me to want to keep doing this. Um, so, so I think especially just being a part of someone's day, I think I've told you like the wedding industry is like where my heart's at and being able to be a part of that has like given me that, um, that drive to keep going. So it is harder days. Yeah. Yeah. It's such a beautiful way to be fulfilled and you're making other people happy and then that makes you happy too. Yeah. So and what was behind your decision in changing the name of your company from Sweet as Bliss to Tara Heather Cake Design? Um, yeah, so the funny thing about that was that I uh, I actually, this is my third time changing it. So when I first started out, I was just doing cupcakes. And it was, I think it was mm. during the start of the whole cupcake craze, it was Sprinkles had been out um, as the first cupcake only bakery. 
And um, I think that was the start of Cupcake Wars. Um, and I had actually applied for that show, got in for season two. My friend and I actually had to drop out because when they wanted to film, we were going to Costa Rica for a friend's wedding. So I was like, um, all right, I guess the timing's off. Maybe in the future. They reached out to me, I think, like a couple of years later for season six. And um, I mean, this is um, eight years ago. And I, you know... Kind of took it from there. Um, so anyway, I like I said, so I started off as a cup, the cupcake corner, and then I ended up changing it to Sweet as Bliss because I started mm-hmm. doing other desserts. Um, I was doing cakes, and then uh, people started requesting dessert bars for their weddings, and so I was like, all right, I want to um, have a name that kind of encompasses like desserts in general. So I, I switched over to that. I think also there was a company that came out about the same time as me and they were the cupcake no they were corner cupcakes so it got confusing too so i would get calls for them and they would get calls for me so yeah that's essentially what led to that so when i mm-hmm. picked sweet as bliss um i liked the name but i never really like loved it i think mm-hmm. i just wanted to like pick something because everything i really wanted was already taken so that was like my 11th choice and i think i kind of settled mm-hmm. on that name and I mean, I think when you settle on something and you don't really like love it, um, it never really resonates with you. So years later, I was like telling people, hey, you know, I really want to change my name, but I feel like I'm kind of stuck with this name right now. Um, I don't know if I can change it. Um, and I started doing more and more cakes. Cakes were like my my thing. Like, yes, I do other things as well. The cakes were like where I think my heart's at. So you know, after talking to a friend of mine who is a baker and runs a business here in San Diego, she had just changed her name. And she was like, honestly, she's like, I know you've been doing it for like eight or nine years, but she's like, it's actually pretty easy to change your business name. She actually went over the process of, of how to do it and um, showed me how simple it was. So yeah, I just, I made this switch and I, I wanted something like less, I guess, cutesy and more kind of, um, I mean, I saw my business evolving and changing and I wanted my business name to reflect that. So yes. that's ultimately like what led to it. And your permanent brand too. Yeah. So then it's like easy, like whatever else you do, it's like, okay, Tara Heather, because yeah. that's also part of your name too. So Tara yeah. Heather Cake Design, it's just- To oh, personalize okay. it a, yes. a bit more. I think that was something else is like, you know, when people would call Sweet as Bliss, they're like, mm-hmm. oh, can I speak to the owner? You know, or- I, I think I just, since it's mostly, it's pretty much just me. Um, I pretty much wear every hat in my business. I really wanted something um, that was more personalized. So that's yeah, definitely another reason. Yes. I love so, that. I thanks. love it because it's easy. I mean, obviously I know you, but it's so nice to just like, I can even picture it, you know, when you just hear Tara Heather cake yeah. design. And so once people like they know you and know what you look like too, it's just easy to like envision. Okay, perfect. I'm was, ordering from yeah. this amazing yeah. brand. Yeah. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. You're welcome. Appreciate it. And when you first started Tara Heather Cake Design, how did you know exactly how to start your business and how did you navigate through the hurdles you faced in the beginning? You know, because did you have, you know, business experience before? Did you reach out to somebody who had experience? Because when you're taking a hobby and turning in 
turning it into a business? Like, how did you know exactly right. what to do? Like, you know, designing your website, all those right. little things. Um, that's actually a really great question because to be perfectly honest, like I went into this business very blindly. Um, I had absolutely no idea what I was doing other than the fact that I had a passion to bake and to create. Um, and I think when you start off with that passion, it, it kind of fuels that motivation to want to learn more. And I think what it comes down to is having that hunger and that desire to grow. So I started researching. I literally, this was at the time where like blogs and Instagram wasn't really a thing. Like mm -hmm. I think Instagram just came out when I had started my business. Um, and so I actually would go on the internet or go on YouTube. Um, and I would just research, I think Pinterest <laughs> was out. I just started researching about running a business. I actually went to the library too at the time, which to be honest, I don't really do that anymore. Um, but I would go to the library and I would check books out. I wanted to learn more of the science behind baking too, and just do a little mm -hmm. bit more research. Um, and then I really wanted to take that time to just educate myself and grow my clientele. I think I put my name up, um, under some mom like forums, like parent forums. And I got a little bit of business and then word of mm -hmm. mouth. And, um, a friend of mine who is, um, in the like marketing industry, she had suggested that I, uh, join this group. Um, I think it was called Creative Connection at the time, and they just started a San Diego chapter, and I was a featured vendor for their first meetup, which is so cool, you know, because I was just starting out, and it was such a great way to, like, meet other people, like, mm. in the industry. Um, and the girl that led that chapter actually really loved my desserts, and she hired me to do her wedding, and I think it was just, like, one thing after another from there, and just really taking that time to to educate yourself and patience. Mm. I mean, it took me, I guess, like three and a half years before I actually got into a commercial kitchen and um, really understanding that it's it's going to take time and work. So, yeah, that's yeah. incredible, though. So it's by that group also that also led you to other clientele yeah. and being that permanent referral and preferred vendor for other people, too. For sure. I think yeah. you really just got to step outside your comfort zone and, you know, kind of like dating. <laughs> you actually have to put yourself out there and meet people because, you know, had I not done that, mm -hmm. like, I don't know if I would be further along into the wedding industry as I am now. So, which is hard to get in the wedding industry, right? Yeah. So like once you're a preferred vendor in the wedding industry, then you're good, but it's getting your foot in the door in the industry because it's one of the toughest industries to get into. It is. And I think with San Diego, it's, it's so huge. It's such an amazing industry to be in. Like if you're here, I mean, it's, there's so many talented um, vendors here and, um, you know, I think it's, again, like putting yourself out there and, and making real connections with people. I actually don't go to as many meetups anymore um, as I used to. I like more like one-on-one -on -one connection because I think it's such a great way to like meet, you know, other vendors and really like understand them and how they got started. So I do a lot of those. Um, yeah. And how did you build your mindset to a positive one so that you and your business would continue to thrive no matter what hardships you face? And like also by you putting yourself out there, like what you were saying, like, you know, it's like dating by not giving into fear, you yeah. know, not being scared. Like, yes, this is my business. This is my baby. Like, I'll do whatever it takes. Like, how did you get your mindset that way where you just you feel like, yes, I'm going to do this. 
Yeah, you know, I think for me, I've I've had a lot of ups and downs and a lot of struggles. I mean, I think we have all gone through things. Um, I think the past couple of years of my life have been the most pivotal in terms of like my development and, you know, changing my perspective and outlook on life in general. Um, it was literally one thing after another, like I, you know, like I had to put my dog down, he had seizures and a tumor and then my family moved away. And then my, both my grandparents, my maternal grandparents passed last year. And then I had this like gnarly hamstring injury. It was literally one thing after another. And the injury, like I was laid up for weeks. I really couldn't sit, stand or walk for, for more than a couple of minutes at a time. And, and then I just, I started crying one day and I was like, I don't understand. Like, why is this happening to me? Like, I don't understand. And then I came across this quote that, um, somewhere I, again, I don't know who said it, but it's basically like things happen for you, not to you. And that resonated with me so much because I really like sat there and I had to like look within and I had to like pray and ask God like, okay, um, what am I, what do I need to learn from this? And I realized like I was living my life at such a fast pace. It was such a go, go, go lifestyle. And um, yes, I would have that quote unquote hustler, hustler mentality, but I was also teaching yoga, but I wasn't practicing anymore because I was teaching all the time and I was working and I literally for an example, I would work all day and teach a class and then I would pull an all nighter and work. And then the next day I would work two weddings and then I would literally race from my last wedding to go, you know, sub a class. And I think during one of my drives, I was like changing from like my work clothes, like my, you know, my yoga clothes. And then I, I think I just realized like, what am I doing to myself? You know, like I can't live this life. Um, I was heading down kind of a dangerous path and I think that experience had changed my mindset in allowing me to like slow down. Mm. Had that not happened to me, I think I still would be living the same way. And so since then I've, I've stepped back a lot and I've said no to more things just to allow myself to have more time for myself and give myself more rest. Like sleep is my priority. I have to have like my seven to eight hours of sleep every night, which is something I didn't prioritize before. Mm. Um, and so since then, like I've just, I've been so much happier, um, just allowing myself to create, to create that space to, you know, do more things that I love. Yeah. So, yeah. That's incredible though, because even though there were hard times and it became a wake up call for you to, Hey, Tara, slow down a bit, you know, your go, go, go. But mm-hmm. In, and it's incredible because you are, you're like a superhero. You just, you're doing, you're <laughs> doing exactly. everything. You're doing everything, but you're like, wait a minute. Yeah. Tara, like, you know, your body's talking to you. Like we need yeah. to slow down a bit, you know, because your happiness oh, yeah. is the most important thing. And you can say yes to as many things as possible, but in order for yourself to like get that break that you need, right. but still have a successful business, you do need that time to just, Wait a minute, decompress and be okay with saying no. I mean, my friends and family were saying the same thing. And like, yes, I would take time to go on vacation, but I would rush from work to the airport. There have been so many occasions where I've done that. And I just, I've always felt like very tense, you know? And like, I think what it comes down to is having a more quality of life. Yes. Rather than adding more things into it. So yeah, I'm, I'm actually really grateful for that experience last year. Um, cause, and I mean, as cheesy as it sounds, it like, it really changed my outlook. So 
Yeah, but I love that because you you do, you felt that. Yeah. Yeah. So it's good. You turned that hard time into such a positive one. For sure. For sure. And how do you, how many weddings do you cater a year? And how did you, you know, just get yourself into that place in your business? Like what year was it where you were that like permanent preferred wedding vendor? Um, so I think starting out, um, the first year of my business, I wasn't really doing weddings. I would say I started doing some weddings here and there. I did like a few my second year and then it slowly year after year it grew. And now I think I'm averaging between 45 up to like, I think the most I've done in a year is 64 weddings. Wow. Small and large too. Um, I think in one weekend, I mean, on my own, I had taken like four or five weddings, which is a little too much. (laughs) Again, (laughs) I'm really trying to like (laughs) settle down a bit, but, um, you know, I just get excited. Weddings are like where I'm most passionate about. So like want to say yes to all the things. Um, but it took years and years Mm -hmm. of work. I mean, I think I started becoming a preferred vendor at some of the places that I work at. Um, maybe like the, fifth year into my business. Um, and again, it's all about establishing, Mm -hmm. establishing those relationships. I would, um, do a lot of style shoots whenever they would ask me because it's such a great way to like showcase your work and get to know the vendors, you know? So, Oh yeah. That's a great way to get you out there. And then they're also seeing like, wow, look how artistic her designs are that sets you apart than other companies that cater cakes as well and, yeah, and different desserts. It's a really good experience and it's, it's like free advertisement. So I'm like, why not? You know? Yeah. Yeah. If you have that opportunity you now to be able to put your work out there and yeah. See, that's good. You took advantage of the good opportunities that you got, you know, even if you're giving your time for yeah. free to do it, right. you saw the opportunity in it for your business and mm-hmm. you took advantage of that. For sure. And I mean, I will say you can't say yes to everything. I mean, not every, every opportunity is the right opportunity, but I think there comes a point in time, like further along your business where you learn to say no to things and you try to find things that, um, like kind of fit more with your style. I think I was listening to a podcast some, um, at some point and they were saying, you know, like only put out the work the type of work that you want to get. Obviously I still do some, you know, work that I, it's not ideally my style, you know? Um, but I think in general, um, you know, when you're posting your work online, it's important to post work that represents your style. Um, so in order to attract more of those clients. So, yeah, yeah. That's incredible. Thank you. Yeah. You knew, you knew exactly what it took a long way to Yeah. <laughs> But you got your trial trial and error for sure. Yeah. (laughs) And I know since you, you know, make so many different kinds of desserts, which one is your favorite and which one is your favorite flavor? Um, so for me, it depends on the day. I think, um, I have a lot of, uh, favorites. Um, I love my cakes to be honest. I think my vanilla cake is like the best cake. Um, my coconut cake is really good. A lot of people love like my nutter butter, the chocolate salted caramel, but besides cake, uh, I actually think my creme brulee is like phenomenal. So I'm going to have to make it for you. Oh yes. I need to try that. (laughs) And I only do it for weddings because I, Mm. I actually do them, um, in these white ceramic ramekins that I like usually collect back from the client, um, at the end, but I just think it looks nicer. You know, yeah. I'm more of, 
I just want something that looks more aesthetically pleasing. So that's why I do them in those. And, um, but that's one of my favorite desserts. I think also my cheesecakes are really well rated. Um, and my French macarons, those are probably one of my most popular desserts. I've had people that actually have said like, Hey, I don't like macarons. I'm like, yeah, but try mine. So <laughs> my, my goal though is like to make the filling taste similar to cake filling. So it's, mm. I found sometimes with macarons, like the filling's very like gummy mm-hmm. or a little too sweet or too stiff. So I try yes. to like fill mine and, and, and make sure that it's, it's just as satisfying as you would be eating like a cake. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh. oh man. There's so many desserts of yours that I still need to try. <laughs> and so I do want to talk about when you were a contestant on cupcake wars <laughs> on season six and you place runner up, what exactly was that experience like and how did it help your business by being on such a popular show that everybody knows about? Yeah. Um, so it was, I can't believe it's been eight years since I've been on the show. <laughs> Time has like flown by. Um, I think I told you before, like we got called to do season two, didn't work out because of timing. And then it eventually ended up on season six. Um, I was definitely nervous because I'd never been on national television. I mean, granted, it was only one episode, but it was a really cool experience. Um, we came in second place. Um, I hope my friend my partner who's listening to this episode who will probably listen to it. It doesn't kill me, but like she, so in the third round, she um, got a really intense migraine. She tends to get migraines and they're so bad to the point where sometimes she'll just vomit profusely. So I think going into the third round from the second, just the stress from the show and the lights, they're really bright oh. and just the cameras. It was just so much for her. So mm. she, it triggered a migraine. And I think in the third round, she like stuck her head in a trash can on live television and she started throwing up and the camera guys like, oh my goodness. they actually ended up cutting it out. Cause I think originally they were going to try and make it part of the show. Um, but then they realized it was just too long to add in. There's just so much going on. It's only like, um, I think without commercials, it's like a 45, 46 minute show. Um, so they took her out of the show cause they're like, okay, I guess we can't have her like throwing up. <laughs> right. She's <laughs> on baking national. <laughs> and on national television. So they took her out and they threw in like another baking assistant. Um, third round, you, you end up having like four culinary assistants that they bring mm. on. Um, and I don't know, I was just so overwhelmed because I was like, here's my friend, my partner on the show, like leaving and she's sick. And I'm like worried about her and I'm trying to like do a million things at the same time. And, um, but you know, the funny thing about the whole show is I'm actually, the irony of it is I'm actually kind of glad I, I didn't get first place because you have to surrender your recipes and they post them online. That's something that I'm like so protective of. And so it kind of worked out. I mean, yes, it would have been great to win the 25,000, but um, you know, I did get as much exposure as the girls that won um, first place. Um, and it definitely generated a little bit of business. If anything, is they still air it once in a while. And like, I'll have someone that'll email me. And um, I had a client that booked me and she had seen the episode like flying home to San Diego on an airplane. I just thought that was so cool. Cause I'm like, wow. that's cool. It was one episode, but they still play it. it was yeah. So funny, that's so. incredible. Still permanent free advertising. Free advertisement. Yeah. I'm like, you know what? Like, Hey, I'll take it. So, yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. That's yeah. still such a great experience too. And I mean, because of how mm-hmm. competitive it is, it's amazing that 
even though it may have affected your partner, it didn't affect you, like the pressure, like you were still right. able to, even though it was your first time on my TV, you were still I mean, able I to was, keep going. I was nervous. It's, it's funny because my, even like my dad says, I have like a different personality when I'm like in work mode. <laughs> like, I'm like very like focused and serious. And sometimes I get snappy. And um, so, yeah, I just think with that and like, seeing my friends sick, I actually almost dropped out um, going into the third. I told her, I was like, Hey, if you want to drop out, like, I don't want you to like put yourself through this. But she was like, no, we'll we'll keep trying. And she's like, it's okay. So like, yeah. Um, the, the funny thing about all that is that they asked if I wanted to like come back. And I just, I was like, you know what? Um, who else was I going to bring on the show? I don't want to put my friend Mm -hmm. through that. And I had other shows that had reached out um, other food network shows that reached out like years after that, but the timing never worked. Mm. Like I was already busy with something. So I was like, right. well, if it was meant to be, yeah, it would have worked out. So great attitude. Yeah. yeah. Still a great experience that you yeah. did it. <laughs> <laughs> I really cannot believe that it's been eight years since I've been on this yeah, show. That's incredible. Time flies. Yeah. It goes by fast. Yeah. I mean, I you know, know, your company's been around. Years. Yeah. That's an incredible thing. Happy early anniversary Thank for you. 10 years. That You're was welcome. like one of my biggest goals was to be able to make 10 years. So, yeah. You're there. I'm it's right about. Yeah, right around the corner. In the weirdest time. <laughs> I know. No way. I know. This is it, this is a crazy yeah. time right now. But but it is incredible that you had this goal for yourself and you're going to hit it soon. Is there anything that you wish you had learned like early on in so your much. career? <laughs> um, man, you know, since I never went to business school, um, and again, I said, I, I went into this so blindly. I really had to educate myself on, um, learning about, uh, running the back end of my business, like running, uh, doing admin work and managing my finances, bookkeeping, something I never did before. Um, now obviously I have someone who helps me out with my taxes every year. And I hired a financial planner last year, which has been so helpful, like just helping me get more organized and knowing where to put my money. And, um, but yeah, I definitely wish that I had like learned a little bit more prior to getting into this business. Cause I think it, for the first couple of years I was a little unorganized, so. mm. um, but it takes time. Yeah. But then by time. you learning and being that student, yeah. you kind of force yourself to learn faster too. Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. And do you feel that, um, there was a big failure that you learned from <laughs> your business or like, did you have some little small hiccups in the beginning that it just helped you? Okay. Now I know what to do better now. Right. Yeah. Um, I mean, <laughs> there have been several, but one incident, um, not related to finances. This is probably like four years into my business, which I, I think about all the time. Um, I was like driving too close to somebody <laughs> and, um, I was on my way to a wedding and had this three tiered fondant cake in my car. And I like, I looked down at my phone and then I looked up real quickly and had to slam on my brakes because if had I not, I would have hit the car in front of me because that person slammed on their brakes. Mm. Again, my fault. But I heard like a huge thump in my car and I was like, oh no. So immediately I knew and I like called the coordinator, told her what happened. She's like, I'm glad you're okay. Can you get something here? I was like, yeah, I'll do what I can to like make it work 
again, it comes down to like, if there's a will, there's a way. And I was like, I'm not ruining these people's wedding. She actually said she would talk to, um, the family for me before I got there. And I was like, how long do I have? And she's like, well, we're running behind schedule. So you have a couple hours. Mm. I was like, all right, I'll do what I can. So I went back, I made like a small six inch buttercream cake, made it all pretty, made a ton of mini cupcakes, bought a ton of flowers, had candles. And I like decked out the table. And like, obviously, like when I got there, I talked to the bride and groom, talked to the family and, um, you know, credit them back their whole cake. And I gave them a gift certificate and like, you know, I did what I could. Thankfully they were so understanding and they were just like, I'm so glad you're not hurt. Oh, <laughs> like, wow. Don't worry about me. Like, yeah. I appreciate that. Like I just felt so bad, but I learned from that, you know, like you gotta be careful. Yeah. You know? Um, so that was my fault, but I think what it comes down to is your recovery and how yeah. you make things uh, how you make up for your mistakes. And if you own up to it, cause I mean, we all make mistakes, but if you can mm-hmm. own up to your faults, I think mm-hmm. that, um, you know, things will be okay. And you were still reliable though, because you were still able to pull something together yeah. in the timing that you had. Mm-hmm. So that's why I yeah. love your quote too, because it just, it ties into your life and everything that you do, because you're like, no matter what happens, you're like, I still have a backup plan no matter yeah. what. You so just, you find you're a way. prepared. You find yeah. a way to make it work. And I think also, um, you know, I think the couple in general just saw like how genuinely like sorry, not only how genuinely sorry I was, but just the fact that I put in so much effort to like make it work. And I think, again, if you if you really want something to work, if you put in that effort, you know, can almost make up for any situation. <laughs> So, that's true. That's yeah. true. And that it's helpful. And it's they still, they still ordered for me after like for their first anniversary and their baby's shower and everything. So that's incredible. Yeah. It's like you're keeping clients permanent. Yeah. It's, it's special occasions. It's wedding. It's kids. That's it's just, the it's cool everything. Thing. I've been a part of so many, um, celebrations for, you know, multiple celebrations for like the same couple. Like I'll do their, their shower and then their wedding and then I'll do their baby's gender reveal and then their birthdays and um yeah it's it's a really cool thing and then they get to you know see my business grow at the same time so yeah and then yeah. it's like they become part of your oh Tara sure. Heather cake design family yeah too yeah cool. I love that and what do you feel have been the best resources that have helped you along this way in this path of your empire um so obviously starting out I said that I'd gone to the library to like you know research um And, um, honestly, the internet's been such a key factor in my business. I think starting my business at the right time where, um, you know, social media started to develop was, was so key. Um, and I, I think maybe about four years ago, I actually signed up for this new online workspace called HoneyBook, which is huge Mm -hmm. in the creative industry, um, for managing your business. It streamlines like your conversations, your messages between clients. I think I use it with you. Um, It allows you to pass, to create templates, to pass contracts back. It allows the client um, um, and vendor experience to be very, very like streamlined and, um, and smooth, allowing them to sign electronically and make payments. So yeah, that's been such a pivotal um, change in my, 
my growth for my business. See, that's great. You're also learning other new like mm -hmm. softwares or things that you can use that helps you better communicate for with sure. people too. And then it's, it just keeps everything there too, because I, I love that you use that with me and Mike for our wedding. Like it's such an yeah, easy way. Like, wait, that. what did we, what did we discuss? Oh, I'll just go to <laughs> HoneyBook and just see, oh, okay. It was third conversation. Like yeah. I, I'm so happy you do that because I photos yeah. too, which is so cool. And it oh. like stays there. So yeah, I love yeah. that you did that. Yeah. yeah. It's, Definitely an investment, but I think obviously with everything, like there's certain things that you need to invest in. You yeah. Know? Um, so just about learning what to invest in and where to spend your money. Yeah. Keeping you organized For and sure. your clients. Yeah. And who do you feel are two people in your life that have, you know, been influential in your business? Um, I mean, so many people, but I, if I can pick two people, my grandfather and my mom, for sure. My, my mom's, um, my mom's dad, he actually, I think I told you he'd passed this, this last fall. He just, he is the most selfless, hardworking person that I know personally. Um, he had gone through a lot of struggle in his life without getting into too much detail. And he never let that, um, hold him down. He never made excuses for anything. Um, he put his family first. Um, he, you know, he was a chemical engineer and then he also worked for a factory where he and, and, and ended up being a general manager for, and they made bombs for the military out in Taiwan. Eventually he became a translator, um, for the military. And so he got to travel all over the world. So I got my like love of travel for him, um, from him. And my mom is probably one of the most selfless people that I know as well. Like she's helped me out more times and saved my butt so many times when it came to my business. And just, she's always been such a positive um, role model in my life. She never asked for anything from anyone. And so I aspire to be like that, you know, yeah. to be really selfless. So I love that. Yeah. I would definitely say that you are like that and that they both you know, I'm, I'm sorry about, you know, your grandfather, but I'm sure that he's proud of you. And I know that your mother is really proud of you, you too. I mean, yeah. that's, that's the goals to try and be more like them. So, yeah. Yeah. And how do you feel that with the quarantine, since this is, you know, the first time this has ever happened and the pandemic, how has it affected your business now? Yeah. Um, initially going into this, I honestly thought that I, I was scared, um, just like any other business owner, you know, I, you really, cause this is so new for us. I think the yeah. last, but major pandemic was what during the Spanish flu where it really right. affected society. Um, I really didn't know what to expect. I mean, we were finding out new information day to day. Um, but then when I found out that I was able to like, at least take smaller orders and you know, like that, kind of sparked some hope in me. Um, you know, I think you already know that in general, I work on a larger scale. I'm event based. So I think what it came down to was just um, like pivoting and kind of allowing my customers to order whatever is off my menu just so I can mm -hmm. um, continue that cash flow. And, um, you know, I'm surprised people were very, very supportive during this time. And I think everyone's just rooting for one another. And I got, you know, such great feedback from my clients. So it's been, it's been pretty consistent and, um, I'm so grateful. So, yeah, that's incredible. And my You're brides have been so great. I mean, it's, 
I mean, as you know, you've had yeah. to like postpone your wedding and, um, I want to say about 90% of my weddings this year so far mm -hmm. have been postponed. Um, I've had two cancellations, but most everything's been postponed. Um, and everyone's just had such a positive like attitude about it. So that's great yeah. too. Yeah. And that's, it's always helpful because I understand how stress stressful it is. You're working with so many vendors and you know, like this is something that you've been playing for, for so long, you know, and, um, you know, it's, it's really hard to see people go through that, you know, especially, yeah. I mean, cause not just emotionally, like financially, but right. you know, you've got, you know, family flying in and you can't see them. So yeah, yeah. there's a lot of things to maneuver, mm -hmm. but it's good because you're still prepared and at yeah. least you can help people, you know, still in other ways, even with brides, like if they wanted to do something small, just at mm -hmm. least like you're still able to make something for them if it works out in the timing or yeah. even when you were doing, you know, your mother's day desserts, it's like, mm -hmm. or you're still taking on like birthday party orders right. type of thing, like small, small scale, but it's yeah. like, it's nice that you're still ready and still able to help people. Like, even though this is a hard time, like you can still order, you know, an incredible yeah. dessert and yeah. you can still be happy. And this is just, this is a way that by you still being able to take that on mm -hmm. too. And I think just, it comes down to like being flexible, you know, yes. and it's really cool to see other businesses and what they're doing right now to kind of stay afloat and to, um, continue their business. And, you know, people obviously they're doing online yoga classes. <laughs> A lot of my teacher friends are, um, teaching classes online, which has been so cool. And there, some of them are actually making more because people are donating to them, you know, their classes. And that's been really cool to see that they're able to do that from the comfort yeah. of their own home. I mean, obviously not every business is able to, um, pivot like that, but, um, it's cool to see people being really supportive and stepping up during those times. So. Yeah. And get creative yeah, too. Get creative. Yeah. For sure. And what advice would you give someone wanting to start a business similar to yours? You know, I think first and foremost, it's so important to just really be patient because a lot of times I've known people to start something and then they give up, like they might not see growth within the first six months, within the first year, even two years. And I think it really takes that time. You know, my business was supplemental income for me, like the first three years of my, you know, of, of my business. And, um, that's when I started taking it over full time. Like it took me time to really establish. And I think if you're patient enough and you have that will to keep going, like you'll eventually see, you know, progress and success. So, so never giving up, yeah, just keep going, sure. especially if it's a dream, like yeah. you just, you can't let the hard times or the rough beginning. You're going to have a lot of, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> there have been, yeah. there have been nights where I've, I've struggled and I thought like, Hey, is this for me? And then I realized I was just tired and grumpy <laughs> the next day when I, when I've like had enough sleep, I'm like, okay, I was just tired. Yeah. I still love what I'm doing. <laughs> and that's the most important part. <laughs> yeah. Because if you love what you do, then mm -hmm. you truly never work a day in your life and that's your passion and your fuel and you'll just continue to keep going. Yeah. Yeah. And where can our listeners connect with you online to place an order and to see all of your dessert and cake designs? Yeah, so they can find me at TaraHeatherCakeDesign.com. Um, I'm also on social media, Facebook and um, Instagram um, at TaraHeatherCakeDesign as well. Um, I will say I'm mostly on Instagram. Um, that's more of my, my jam. Um, yeah. 
Okay. Perfect. Connect with Tara, Heather there. Um, definitely. Her desserts are amazing. I mean, I wouldn't refer someone that, you know, wasn't amazing. And Tara is amazing. All her desserts. I mean, she's done my birthday. She's done. She's going Mike's to do our big events. wedding. Yeah, yeah. She does Mike's works events. <laughs> like we always have desserts. Um, we're definitely, when she does her father's day orders, we're going to order some from her too. So follow her on Instagram and thank you so much, Tara, thank for being on the show so today. Much. I appreciate I you appreciate so much it. and you inspire me. So thank yeah. you so much. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining me on the Design Your Happiness podcast. I appreciate you for listening and I hope you feel inspired. If you enjoyed this podcast, please share it with your loved ones. I hope you have a beautiful day and get excited to design your happiness.